What up, Buzz? You tapped in? Okay, Goose, you tapped in too? All right, Chicago, y'all tapped in? All right, boys, let's crack us. Feel like Mike in the fourth with the ball in my hands and I'm taking a shot. I'm the king in the madhouse on Madison, whether I make it or not. Now the crowd going crazy, they watching the play and I'm watching the clock. Got my shot in the air and the buzzer go off and I'm watching it drop. This team did things, MJ shot city six rings. D-Rose too big, too fast, too strong history. And we good on that, put Jilla on the track and we good on whack. Three, two, one, everybody say bulls on tap, bulls on tap. Our city pretty and gritty. Benny the bull in the crowd getting hyper and litty. Me, I'm so drippy and slippery, nothing offends me. Banners on banners, we winners. We got the stats in the news. Go and subscribe, hang out with Buzzy and Goose. Tapping with us, we the truth. Jilla just murdered the booth. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bulls on Tap. I'm your boy Buzz. I'm joined by my dude Goose, aka Bull Scripted. We're here after a victory. Finally, back in the win column after a three-game losing streak. Tonight, the Bulls return home and beat the Washington Wizards 115 to 111. Before we get into this one, be sure you're going on tapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap and on Tap Sportsnet. Following Goose at Bulls Scripted and me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us five-star rating and review because that's cool and tough. If you are watching on Facebook or Twitter, please head over to the YouTube, subscribe to the ONTAP Sportsnet YouTube channel, hit the little bell. Anytime we go live, you will be notified. We also have a lot of great other content going on tonight. We have a Bears show that's running. We have the Cubs show and the White Sox show also running tonight. So be sure you guys check that out as well. And of course, ONTAP Sportsnet is powered by Sports Illustrated Media Group. Goose, <coughs> I made it through that without coughing. It was tough, but we won. Thank you. I tried so hard. I, I, I'm a little less proud of the Bulls. I'm much more proud of you for being able to do that. It was a rather ugly win against a shorthanded Wizards team without Bradley Beal or Rui Hachimura, uh, which meant we had good old Kristaps Porzingis to deal with. Um, and luckily, he, he didn't make any threes. And all three of our stars, I guess, kind of came alive in that fourth. Vooch more so in the third with a big shot in the fourth. Um but other than that, this this was kind of a really tough watch. Yeah, um, yeah. wasn't really an enjoyable game. No. Um, well, we got the W. We're getting out of the loss column, and hopefully that's going to change the tide here. Um, outside of Zach coming out the gate like a bat out of hell and then cooling off real quick, I I don't know. This game was a mixed bag of garbage. Yeah. Um, first quarter, I was pretty blown away with the effort from pretty much everybody on the court. I put a tweet out about it. I felt Zach was everywhere. I mean, to your point, a bad out of hell everywhere, defensively, offensively. He was like literally trying to get into passing lanes, playing up on his man on defense, trying to look for his shot, trying to look for his teammates. I mean, he was all over. It's pretty impressive first quarter <clears throat> from Zach. But uh, you're right. Cooled off, completely enters the fourth quarter with 15 points. Um, it finishes the game with 25. So he uh, he made some shit happen there, um, you, you know, in the fourth quarter. Uh I'm happy in a, I'm, I'm happy in a sense, Goose, of what the big three did. And when I say big three, I use that very loosely. But um listen, big three. I, yeah, right. The big three. They beat a team that they were supposed to beat. And I'm not I can't sit here and hate on that, whether it was close or not. They beat a team that they were supposed to beat, and they got a win for our guy 
UK Chicago Bulls who's actually in town and, and enjoyed his first game. He's always in our comments section. I'm really glad he got to see a win, as sloppy as it may have been. Yeah, no, definitely uh, don't want to travel all the way from in a different country to uh, see a loss. So happy for him to uh, see a victory tonight in person in the UC. Uh, definitely a completely different feeling to see it live than it is to uh, watch it home. Uh, so awesome to, to, to have that experience for him. But I don't know, man. I, or Do you feel any different after tonight than, than you did going into tonight? No, absolutely. Oh, no. Or did tonight more so kind of like reaffirm all, all the kind of. I had a ton of fun in the fourth quarter. Uh, the competitiveness of the game, um, the sloppiness of the game with all those turnovers, especially that second quarter. That, I mean, that that was fucking killing me. Um, I, I was not enjoying watching that at all. Um, but no, I don't feel any differently. And, you know, I, I'm still in the same spot that I was in. Again, we're, we beat a team that we were supposed to beat. They're without Bradley Beal. Um, we got Jim calling you a porn star. In the yes, comments. yes, Jim. This 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 year is has an earring. This 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 one's gauged. Yeah, yeah, this stuff there. Jim likes to be hip. He wants to know how to be hip. He wants to look hip. So he's going to use you for his example. Um, but no, I don't. I don't feel much much different to be honest with you, like Goose. I it, they were sloppy. Um, we did see a lot of, you know, your turn, my turn in, in the fourth quarter. Which is kind of disappointing because I I feel like in the first, even when you had Zach facilitating the offense, that that wasn't necessarily the style that they were playing. And DeMar was somewhat MIA in the first, actually left and went to the locker room, uh, was a scare there. Yeah, uh, I tweeted about that. Um, So in the first quarter, I believe he was going up for a, a jump shot. And all of a sudden, he did not hustle back on defense. And I saw him grabbing at, you know, the, uh, I think it was his left, like, you know, groin area. He was grabbing that there and he was not running. He looked limber. Um, and I was like, oh, sh-. I'm like, this is not great at all. So a couple different possessions, uh, no timeout, uh, no foul to break up the play. Um, and he's still kind of just jogging up the court. I thought something was wrong. Then they go into a break and he comes back out. I thought for sure then he was going to go back into the locker room. So I don't think it was a big deal, obviously. You see what he did in the second half. Maybe just kind of tweaked it got a quick treatment on it and then came back. I, I don't think it's anything going to be long-term. Well, even, even on that and one to end the game that he got Avdi on, who surprisingly Avdi was pretty solid for a defender on DeRozan tonight. Yeah. Um, he, he seemed a little ginger on it. Like he came down and he was almost expecting to be in pain and wasn't. Um, obviously, like you said, finished the game strong. So that's, that's the best sign that you can take from it is he did finish, he did return, um, and he did so effectively. So hopefully not anything that we'll see pop up in the injury report leading uh, up to the next game, which, um, you know, because without DeMar, I, I feel even less confident. And if DeMar is injured, I, you can't really trade him either. I mean, well, right. but um, so all around injury to DeMar derails the season more than absolutely anything else. Well, yeah. Um, and, you know, speaking of injuries, again, Washington did not have Beal tonight. Uh, Beal, you know, Beal, obviously, all-NBA type of player, very good player. Um, I do want to kind of get into some of this talking. You know, the Bulls the Bulls are able to win. Uh, Kyle Kuzma's on the trade block, and I can't help but every time I watch him think how great he looked. Uh, with, with Again, with Alonzo, if Lonzo ever 
does return. Um, oh, 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 we, we got to reunite the, the Lonzo Q's connection. Yeah, or? I'd love, I'd love that. I'd love that how the team is constructed. I don't know how they'd be able to get that deal done. Yeah, well, but, the uh, way the team's constructed, I don't know how you get the deal done. I also don't know how Kuzma, who's a better defender than I think he gets credit for, yeah, kind of blends in with a Demar Zach in in Vooch. Uh, obviously, way better offensive option than than Pat, Pat but. At the same time, you're you're not going to see him putting up 20 points. No, yet. no, not in this offense. But I just if he if he could play his role all right, I think it'd be pretty cool. Yeah, no. In terms of shooting, that was that would he, be a he, great. He's fun to watch. You know, we're we're a little tapped out on picks. I mean, I guess we still have that Portland pick. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Um, what did you think about Taji? Huh? You know, he hit that corner three, and I almost teared up a little bit. Um, then he made he made the long distance phone call. I thought he was looking for Joe. They said he was looking for Tibbs. I wasn't sure Joe's been in the stands a lot uh, this year. I wasn't sure if he was looking for his buddy up in a press box. Just couple former Bulls over there, man. You got you had Taji and uh, and Gafford. Uh, Gafford. You know the so, Gafford one still hurts because we don't have rim protection. We also don't have Troy Brown Jr. anymore. So all around that one, that one still kind of stinks. I liked I like well, Chandler Hutchinson retired. So yeah, yeah. Hutch retired. <laughs> so I, I don't know who. How does how does that play out? Like who who won and who lost? I'm not sure. Oh, when it's just a shit trade, it doesn't matter anyway. When it's just a shit trade, it doesn't matter. But Daniel Gafford's a good player. He's not. He's not. Yeah, he's, he's not. A good, he's a good player who's getting 18 minutes on a 11 and 14. Team. That's right. I forgot. Hutch retired during the middle of your sickness. Yeah, he did. We didn't get to talk about it. No, <laughs> Stacy King called him Baby Pip. Like, like, you know, we're down fucking bad. When we're calling that guy Baby Pip, dude, like I'm about to die of a coughing attack because I'm starting to laugh. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> on that note, I guess we also <laughs> haven't touched on the whole uh, Michael Jordan's son banging Larsa Pippen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a fucking dumpster fire. <laughs> what? Is that why our team's cursed? Is that why Lonzo Ball can't play basketball? Yeah, I, I think so. I think we traded our soul for Michael Jordan, and everything good that we fucking get is uh, yeah. is, is just met with uh, terrible bad juju. Um, God, what a fucking nightmare would that be? Could you imagine just going home and be like, hey, Dad, yeah, son, you know how Pip talked shit and said LeBron was better? Yeah, why? what you do? I banged his wife. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, gotcha. I can't. Do you give him a high five? Do you tell yeah, him like, to out? <laughs> like, what, it's like, what do you do? It's like you just look at him and be Take like. Take a shot, light a cigar. Like, what? It's like, yeah, you sucked at ball. But at least like, you did that for me. So, respect. Like, no, exactly. You, you dropped the ball on the ball. But, <laughs> but when it came back to the ultimate revenge with my teammate, sidekick, turned nemesis, you brought that shit home, son. Bring it in. Yeah, no shit, man. He fucking slid into home. Home plate head first. You know what I'm saying? That's fucking terrible. What, Dad? I got you. <laughs> Bulls first win in a fucking week, and we're sitting here talking about fucking. Hey, hey if, we're, if we're honest, that's a lot more exciting than this game was. <laughs> it's true, man. The game was fucking not, not great at all. Fucking Jim in the comments. Michael probably had. <coughs> it's all bad. All right. Coughing. All right. I'm coughing. No. No, Jim, nope. we just went into Eskimo fatherhood, and I don't want to go there. Yeah, we're good, man. We're fucking good on that. Um, so, fun reports came out before this win happened, and you know Bulls Nation's going to freak out about this win, and they're going to get back, you know, because it was oh, huge. The big three played a good game. Uh, but 
reported by Casey Johnson. You know, obviously we already have known this, that Vooch was not extended during the offseason, though he did buy a $4.5 million mansion. Um, his name is probably going to be propping up in uh, uh, trades, uh, you know, near the deadline. Um, stuff like that. Obviously, we're going to have a show dedicated to that as we inch closer to that time. But uh, I just wanted your thoughts on that. I mean, you're starting to see some more of this come into the press than what we were seeing before. Um, and from local press, I mean, people that are literally around the team, not just Charles Barkley, who goes on ESPN 1000 saying we need to blow it up. Um, what do you think about that? You think there's any smoke to the fire that Joe and Casey have been reporting on? Well, first, I have to say the fact that Charles Barkley is saying any fire blow it up makes me feel like we shouldn't blow it up. Don't do what Charles Barkley says. Um, or that's where we're going to start. Secondly, I find it hard that to think that we're going to get any real value for Vooch on his own, like Vooch and DeMar for, for a bad contract of a guy that you really don't want on your team anymore. And Westbrook is what I'm alluding to uh, with obviously multiple first round picks and maybe other things attached to that. Maybe we get Troy Brown jr. Back. Uh, oh, <laughs> uh, but something like that, I think is only possible because of DeMar. Obviously they're interested in Vooch's services, but he's an expiring contract. Um, did he's valuable. Play. He's valuable to a contender for that reason. As yeah, well. he's valuable to a contender as a rental. But in terms of for Vooch, like one fifteen, one eleven, buddy, one fifteen, one eleven Bulls. Sorry did, about that. Ask for the score there. Did you not get extended because you're asking for too much? You're expecting too much going forward because yeah. the Bulls just signed a ex All Star and Andre Drummond um, for a veteran minimum in the offseason. So you, you kind of have to look yourself in the mirror and realize that. I don't know. I might not be worth that much money going forward as a veteran center in this league because centers kind of get sent off to the graveyard a lot faster than everybody else. Oh, absolutely. I think that there is uh, room for – I don't think – I think he'll get – obviously, and I know you do too. He'll get more than the minimum just because he provides yeah, the he'll, ability he'll to a, space. He'll get a mid-level from somebody or he'll get a bigger one-year deal from like a rebuilding team that's like, hey, that guy's an ex-all-star. Look what he did for the Bulls and their young core, giving them stability. Let's let's go pick him up for a you know inflated one two year team option kind of deal. Right, right, um, right. So, but the, I I just don't see that Vooch has that much market value due to the fact that he is expiring. You are just looking at a rental, so it's the best you get. Like uh, first round pick from the Suns. Uh, the issue there is you, the team has to have the salary to match that twenty twenty two million dollar contract this right, year. Right, right. That's a big number to match without a lot of value behind it. So um, I don't know. I, I guess that's that's more smoke to me and, and, and speculation just because I don't know that you get enough value um, outside of if you're blowing it up entirely to really comfortably trade Gooch. Right. No, I agree with that. I agree with that statement. Um, it just I, – I thought it was interesting because it all – it just started to, you know, pop up and stuff like that. And, I mean, you know, are we still being linked to Aiton? In Phoenix, like I haven't seen it. I I haven't seen anything on it. I did see. No, we uh, watched Dayton and Vooch match up. If I'm Phoenix, I ain't doing that. Well, right. I mean, I hate to bring this even up because I I don't know the legit legitimacy of the website, but I saw Sacramento Bulls mock trade, and I don't know. The headline had read that Sacramento offered a trade already for Demar Derozan, and it was like, <coughs> excuse me, uh, first round pick in 2026. Holmes, Malik Monk, 
and something else. I, I don't know how true that was. Um, I'm, that's why I'm saying I, I, I don't know how legitimate it was, but I saw that. But other than that, I've, the only thing I've really seen trade rumor-wise surrounding this team has been about Vucevic right now. Or, or you know, watching him obviously walk at, because he didn't get an extension. So that that's all I've seen. But, I mean, after tonight's that, game. That, that sounds more like Vuce's agent and him kind of kind of plugging that out there. They're like, oh, he, he might be available. They didn't pay him. Um, right. I, I don't know. I could see that, too. I mean, I could see that, too. I mean, you know Vuce has got to be fucking frustrated. He came, he came here at the, what was that, the tail end of 2020, wasn't it? Yeah, tail end of 2020 as a fucking all-star, as the man in Orlando leading his team to the playoffs to a scapegoat here a lot of the time. No, and, he's, uh, he's getting Chris, Chris Boshed. That's, that's for sure. Yeah. He, he, oh, we, we, he, we may only have a mid three and not a big three, but he's still getting <coughs> Chris Boshed love treatment. Right. No, you're, that's a really good comparison, too. I'm so sorry to everybody for I keep coughing in the mic. I'm trying not to. Um, this damn infection I have is, is still running rampant. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just feel like he's taking a lot of shit, but I, I, again, I did going to the back part of the episode and, and talking about this game in general, um, you know, bench eh, was at tonight. Um, I, I will say that Alex Caruso is just a fucking dive. God, if that guy was just a little bit better offensively, uh, he'd be unfucking believable. I mean, he did have that nutmeg, uh, pass to Pat. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Oh, he could pass. I meant. I meant more so shooting. He had nine assists on the night. Nine assists. Yeah. He. Uh, so Zach, I'll do some stat lines for everybody before we move into the next game. Zach finished with twenty-five, seven boards, five assists, two steals, six turnovers. However, for Zach Levine tonight, you didn't need uh, to read that number. That doesn't fit the narrative. Yeah. <laughs> Plus fourteen for Zach though. Five points for Caruso. One turnover. Four steals. Nine assists. Four boards. DeMar DeRozan, 25 points, 11 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals, 2 blocks, 1 turnover. Oh, I'm sorry. That was for Vucevic. I, I apologize. Vucevic was 25-11, 3-2-2, and 1 turnover. Uh, DeMar DeRozan, 27 points, 5 turnovers, 4 assists, 7 rebounds. And Patrick Williams, 11 points, 3 boards, 1 assist, 1 turnover. And, and I guess the, the thing that stands out, and I guess you kind of – Hung up on it more than everything else that you read off there was the turnovers from Zach and Demar. With yeah. without a point guard, when these guys are forced to facilitate when they're natural scorers, to to have both of them end up with more turnovers than assists on the night and still win this game is pretty crazy. That's why it's usually my argument when people, you know, and and you and I have brought this up on the show, and I thought that you uh, had a really good point about this, and this was a couple episodes back. But without having that legitimate point guard here. People love to talk about how, you know, put the ball in Zach's hands, let him create for others because he's so good offensively. The problem is, is Zach can't do it consistently without turning the ball over. Or making can't that do mistake. it consistently without turning the ball over, and then that falls back to the defensive end. If you want this guy to facilitate the offense, score for the offense, do the whole entire thing on the offensive end, and then come back down on the other end and defend one of the best, you know, the opposing team's best guard, uh, on the night, it's just a lot to ask. And when you have a guy like Caruso, usually uh, that task is handed off on the defensive end. But in this league, it's so switch happy. You're you're not hiding anywhere on the defensive end at this point to where right. Zach gets to rest or recover. So to ask him to facilitate, play point guard, and be this elite scorer is, is a lot. Yeah, um, it really is. And we saw that because in the first, that was his primary role, and it looked good and it felt good. 
and then kind of disappeared in the middle there. Um, it's just not something that we can really rely on at this point. Um, though, though it was nice to see Zach kind of get a chance to go to the line to ice this game. Yeah. To finish yep. it off. Um, foul should have been called for Vooch. Vooch should have been at the line again, uh, which uh, we, we saw how that went in Orlando. So kind of glad that didn't happen. But uh, I, I do find myself in these late game situations going, hey, hey, DeMar, um, Zach's the max player. He's he's going to be here a lot longer. Can, can, can we give him a turn? Um, and obviously we won tonight, and we, we got the king of the fourth. I think DeMar had more points tonight in the fourth than he has uh, in any other game this season. Uh, so nice to see the king of the fourth return as well. But to, to close these games up until tonight, it's it's kind of been the same thing, and it's almost like, Zach, I know you got butterfingers in the clutch, but I got to see it. Right. No, uh, I agree. I, I got to know that the future is here even beyond whatever this season may become. Right, and I agree with that. Uh, you got any closing thoughts with this uh, with this game here? <laughs> no, more so just want to see Zach keep coming out with that energy, uh, hopefully have a more consistent, steady game next time around, but more so just continued improvement uh, from Zach because it was a little hairy there for a little while. Yeah. And, uh, yep. Being our max player, I think at this point for me, the season is uh, him and Pat to uh, – do something and to show us that we, we do still have a future on this roster, uh, regardless of what happens with DeMar and Gooch. Right. Uh, yeah, I love that. I mean, I feel like we're a broken record to, uh, about that a lot, but I agree with you. You know, show me something, man. If, if you can give me anything, show me something because you are the guy who got paid and you are the guy who was under the longest contract of the year. I believe he's the longest tenure bull right now. Uh, so, you know, all around it, face of the franchise, need, need, need to see the shit. Right. Uh, next game. I'm so sorry again about coughing, everybody. I'm trying. Um, next game is on the 10th, which is – what is the 10th? Today's the 7th. It's the Saturday. Oh, Saturday. Okay, so Saturday is the 10th, and we're playing uh, Dallas at home. Luka Doncic is coming to town. Dallas is 13-11, and 11, and they are winners of four of their last five. Um, they'll be coming in playing the Bulls. They're coming off a win against Washington. From watching this team uh, through league pass – Luka Doncic is about damn near impossible to stop. Um, their team is very confusing on how it works. The guys to look out for besides Luka is going to be Christian Wood, who comes off their bench, though he gets 26 minutes. <coughs> Spencer Dinwiddie, Tim Hardaway Jr. Um, those are the guys that – that's their core of guys. So I would like to say stop Luka win game uh not that simple so uh you know come out luca luca because that, that's gonna happen regardless of what you do right don't let the others beat you right so uh you know it, again they're just so weird when you watch them play they they could space the floor really well but they play so slow because luke they still have maxi right yeah they got Maxie. yeah they got maxi yep and they sure do. And you know who's starting for him uh, sometimes at center is uh, uh, JaVale McGee, believe it or not. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, that, that shouldn't surprise me. That dude you remember is, him and John uh, Wall in Washington when people thought that that was, you know, going to be yeah. the, the thing, you know? How's John Wall been doing with the Clippers? I know for a minute there it was almost like the return of John Wall, and then has that come back down to earth? You know what? I haven't watched 
a ton of Clippers basketball, but I mean, I think that he so has been weird because like, I feel like I should be watching a lot of Clippers basketball. He didn't because, like the roster. Like if healthy, I uh, feel should really do some things, but I really, they, they're just the other LA team. It doesn't matter who they sign or who they get they're, they're just the other LA team. It's, they're a weird team because Kawhi's always hurt. Um, yeah, I'm looking at John now. Now I'm looking just for shits and giggles here. Oh, he's, he was out tonight for rest. But he's played 20 games this year. He's averaging 13 points a game and about six assists. Too bad. Yeah, I mean, he's a vet. He's 32 years old, you know, had two horrible or had an injury in 2019-2020, and then he sat out all last year. So, but, yeah, um, John Wall and JaVale McGee in Washington, man. What a fucking – what a team that was. And Nick Young was their two guard. So that's that's pretty awesome. But, all right, you got any closing words before we get out of here, man? No, let's let's, let's write out. All right, everybody, be sure you're going on tapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. For the sake of me not coughing, come back Saturday. We'll be back after the Bulls take on the Dallas Mavericks. Let's go Bulls.